kid who lived in Gotham City. He became an orphan strolling down crime alley. Then he trained and bought toys with his parents' last will. But did you know his movies, bro? The franchise became large and the cash that he made was obscene. Batman! I compare you to a grown man dressed like a furry. Oh, somehow you even survived a film with the great Jim Carrey. Now that our podcast is tuned, the geeks are here to ruin your day. Oh, God, we had to to resurrect old Seal, because tonight the Hateful Geeks are going to be dissecting one of the greatest film franchises uh, in comic book and film history. (laughs) I hope my my laughing didn't uh, doesn't hit because like I wasn't laughing out of like in a mean way. I was laughing because Phil didn't let us know about the lyrics beforehand. <laughs> oh, Andy, Andy, I'm sorry about the furry comment, but we're going to continue. Anyway, back to the Hateful Geeks. Welcome back. This week we are talking about Batman. We're talking about Burton Batman. We're talking about Schumacher Batman. We're talking about the Batman film trilogy. And I'm one of your many hosts, Phil. And this is Sweeney. I'm Andy. And this is Tim. And we're going to kiss this rose off right today. <laughs> so, Andy, as our resident Batmanophile, how do you feel about the Burton Schumacher Batman film series. And they, we are, they are considered one block of Batman. We're not talking about the Nolan Batman films. We're not talking about the Adam West Bat singular Batman film. But Burton Schumacher was a big time for comic book films. It both resurrected and single-handedly murdered the comic book industry in, in itself from beginning to end. <laughs> but it all started with the greatest, one of the greatest Batman films, the 89 Batman film. The 89 Batman film to this day is still one of the greatest comic book Batman movies. Although it does have its flaws, so we're going to shit all over those flaws. <laughs> yes, we are. But I was 12, so I was prime for when that movie came out. Whoa. God, you're old. God, I am old. Man, you're old. I was three, and, uh, for reference, people. I think it was eight. So I, was, I was two. Batman, Batman Returns, great. Batman... And forever rock or batman forever batman and forever robin, unclean uh, batman and robin is what destroyed comic book movies nipples? for a very long time nipples nipples on the <laughs> nips on the bat suit george clooney as batman the nips weren't introduced till for uh, was were introduced in forever were they forever. that's on no no batman were they no no the nips were on the bat suit in batman and robin with bad girl and forever and then both bat suits were they? Were they? Kilmer? Mm-hmm. Really? Gross. I'm almost positive. 
Well, he looks this up. <laughs> as, he, as he types into his phone, bat nipples. Tim's on a list. As I type in Val Kilmer bat nipples. Do we, Val Kilmer's nipples. Do we also want to bring in... Never mind. We won't bring in anything else. No, those are it. No, that, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that is about. it. That is the correct block. We'll be ignoring Nolan. We'll be ignoring Adam West. And we'll okay. definitely be ignoring the Affleck Batman films. This was a, we're, we're, this is the beginning of what the Hateful Geeks are going to be undertaking going forward. Uh, f- uh, franchise fuckery. Um, <laughs> it's hateful almost Geeks like do a nostalgia. very long Hateful Grateful episode about a specific genre or franchise that we grew up on. We can only wax so much about brand new shit coming out, and some of it comes out, and we're just like, meh. I mean, a lot of this stuff is like what we grew up with. So we really want to just dig in deep to one of the. This is our our, our queen's voyage, so to speak. Uh, setting sail. Uh, we're going to open it up with the Batman, uh, Burton Schumacher, and let's open up with the '89 Batman, Michael Keaton, uh, Jack Nicholson, <laughs> uh, B- Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent. <laughs> for all three minutes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, I was like, uh, I'll try to think about that." Like, wait, was he in that movie? <laughs> that's that's something I plan on shitting on. Uh, we also a, have a bat suit that has a neck that doesn't turn. A Joker origin story. Yes, yeah. and actually, it was canon for a very long time. He fell into the vat of what was that? What was his gangster's name? I forget now. His uh, name was Jack Napier. Yeah, that's right. Jack that's right. Napier and uh, his sidekick Bob. Bob. <laughs> Bob. Bob. Gun. Bob. Get over it, babe. And uh, what's her face? <laughs> what's her face? Uh, which, yeah, yeah which, Dale. Which, which, I can't remember which, her which actress. Yeah. Kim Basinger. Yeah, what's she been in lately? Nothing. Nothing. Kim saying, Basinger was Rabbit's mom in 8 Mile. Dead. Because George Clooney has resorted to the, the, the coffee commercials now. Nespresso. Kim Basinger's Nespresso. hot forever. Stop it. You leave Kim Basinger alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I don't know. I really love the 89 Batman. Uh, 89 Batman, one, it had an amazing soundtrack. It was all Prince, as we discussed earlier. I mean, it's no kiss from a rose, but it's definitely <laughs> one of the greatest sound. You got Party Man. You've got Party Man. <laughs> I like to think of Party Man. You've got the song for the trust. parade. Money, money, money. Who do you Holy trust? Yeah. You got the bats, the bats, the what, what the was this? The bat song? The bat, the bat, bat, bat dance? dance? Bat dance. Yeah. Bat dance. I remember, I remember that video. I remember the music video Prince did because half yes. of them is the Joker and the other half is bat, an effeminate Batman because it's Prince. But the song, I don't remember the song featuring in the film. Was it like a credit song? I don't really remember it, like what point in the movie the bat dance the played. Which one? Which I, I didn't think so either. The bat dance. It was just what's, a video afterwards. Okay. What, what's the one where he's going around the museum? That's bad. That's the '89 Batman. That's party. No, no, no. Uh, I meant the song, not the party not the man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he also used it in the parade, correct? So it was no. Parade. He uses uh, it's it's who do you trust is the parade song. Okay. Who trust? Who do that's you right. trust? Okay. <laughs> where does where does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> There's uh, the '89 Batman is probably the most quotable Batman movies. You've got like, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Still say that. I'm Batman. As I forever. Batman. I'm yeah. Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Wait, no, it was like the Keaton's more like a I'm Batman. Yeah. It was like a whisper, like not a, like the I'm Batman. Yeah, it's like he's whispering <laughs> from his chest. Yeah, it's not like, like a, it's not like a bark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like Christian Bills. I'm Batman. Chew gravel while doing it. Where's Rachel? <laughs> right. Where is she? <laughs> Which one are you going for? I'm going for Rachel. Not Harvey. That would be totally not a Nova, bro. So we're saying right. so, never rub another man's rhubarb. Yes, you never rub another man's rhubarb. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, Bob Gunn, this town needs an enema. That's a personal favorite of mine. Stop the press. Who is that? 
Um, yeah, Jack Nicholson owned that role. And the interesting thing was it was sort of like a little bit of like um, Cesar Romero's Jokers, a little bit like he had the acid flower. He had like the, the mm-hmm. comedy, but it was a lot darker. It was like moving more in a direction towards that anarchist. It, this was like definitely old school gangster Joker with a little bit of the clown humor. But not like party clown humor. No. Is that making sense? That yeah. bears some it was, yeah. He was more like a psychotic. Like you, you literally saw the psychotic snap in him. Like in '89 for this Joker, right? Like you actually got to see that snap. He already was kind of psychotic. He was a gangster, or right. whatever. But then he, like, he literally snapped. And so it was like it was more like one flew the cuckoo's nest. It was like that that same you know his character in that movie, but to the Joker version, kind of. Raise your hand, Chief. Let's watch the game. Put your hand up, Chief. Yeah, yeah. I can see, yeah, you yeah. know what? Man, mannerisms and the way he talked to everyone. Yeah, he was definitely pulling from his one flew over the cuckoo's nest lines. Yeah, I mean, call. and you know, like he said, like it's it gets the dark, um, but also like the humorous. Where, um, like you'd never see Cesar Romero's Joker just shoot a gangster like six times while he's in his office chair and just dance around like shoot from the back his, yeah. behind his back and. Joy buzzer. Yeah. Oh, I got a live one here. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I like it when he actually takes out like the twelve foot long barreled pistol revolver <laughs> out of his pant leg in the middle of the the and he shoots down the bat plane in one shot. Right. <laughs> like it's a like fucking how? elephant cannon pistol. And just where does he get these wonderful toys? Or, or when he dance- they took my balloons. <laughs> when he dances around with Basinger while she's like passed out, like up on the roof. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's kinda like limp and not into it. Well, yeah. well she's like really <laughs> drugged her, didn't he, or something? No, she I don't just remember. kind of like gives up on uh, it. Yeah. I thought he like used like, like chlorophyll. When you're trying to take a your child to bed and they just go completely limp. That's what she was like, no. I'm looking I'm looking forward to those years. <laughs> <laughs> um I feel like Burton got the look, like the aesthetic of Gotham really well. He got it really he made right. Gotham a character in the film. Yeah. It's very dark. It's 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 almost unrealistic. Like the, the, the architecture of it. It inspired the animated series look and feel of Gotham. Yeah, I love, I love the animated very gothic series. looking. Very you know, they had a lot of cathedrals, a lot of like tall, dark buildings, a lot of alleyways. I mean, it, dark oils, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it was very very much like you think of the animated series being. Um, the '89 Batman to this day still has the best Batmobile on film. Oh, you know what? I, 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 okay. Of the shoe, of the, of the block we're talking about. Yes. I will agree with you. Batman and Batman returns. Batmobile is the superior Batmobile, but outside of that, I gotta go with, I gotta go with the tumbler, dude. I I, I feel like the tumbler is a superior. Is Batman. Cool, but the tumbler is very still, military um, um this is america this is my <laughs> this, this is like the hummer on army steroids. of one yeah like it felt just too america whereas the oh, batmobile wow. felt like Wait. it was so you're telling batman's me batman's design it was bat that, that was all batman whereas the tumbler was just handed to him yes it comes in black so what you're telling but me is <laughs> is having a giant jet engine on your car is not america yeah, dude, the turbine. Come on. What, what the fuck? Like the tur- the how are you going to keep that thing on the ground? <laughs> you have like this. How, no, how do you turn this thing? Duh, with a grappling hook. They showed you. <laughs> it's so long. It made no sense from like a logistics standpoint. Yeah. And the armor? It's like, really? Yeah, that, like, that, can't you just like. Every time I watch it, when he's like shields and it like perfectly 
puts these shields around him. It's like, what chink, 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 chink. <laughs> Remember, they're like, Batman doesn't kill, yet he sends his Batmobile into the uh, Ace Chemicals, Acme Chemicals. He blew that shit to blew it up yeah. to hell and back. people inside. <laughs> yeah, man. There were people working there making Joker chemicals. Because that's where Joker was making the chemicals. He was, was joker people. <laughs> Love that Joker. <laughs> so, what, what part of the 89 film do you guys despise? The suit. The end. Um, <laughs> the suit? The end. When Batman, when Batman and Joker have had their punch fight at the top of the cathedral. And the Joker, like, dances himself off the roof because he's just not paying attention. And the Batman lets him fall. Like, the Batman, like, the, the, goodbye, you killed Joker. You did it. You did and it. And by try, I mean, just kind of like, give me a good hand. Right. <laughs> um, I didn't mind Jack being the Joker. I didn't mind. the. Okay, fine. You're giving us an origin story. I hate that he is also the one that kills uh, Bruce's parents. Like, yeah, you are making, really making him Joe Chill is dumb, there. too. Yeah, you are reaching by making the Joker be the, the killer of Bruce's parents. Well, and you think about even the like the age gap there, right? So <laughs> Bruce is what, like nine? If that. It's if ballpark, that, yeah. yeah. It's ballpark at there. And if he's a, 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 say he's like a mid-20s gangster at that point. Mm. And then now, yeah. now Bruce Wayne is what, 30 in the film when he yeah, grows 28-ish. up? 28-ish. And then, so you have this Joker that would be forty plus fifty. Well, I mean, I mean, to be fair, Jack Nicholson. Oh, was I like know. 50. He looked it. Oh. He was he was fifty when the movie oh, came absolutely. out. Absolutely, I'm just saying, like, right. I mean, I see what you mean. I the the whole like making Joker Joe Chill doesn't bother me personally, only because like I don't think it came in a time where no one really cared about continuity in the movies or not continuity, but keeping it to the to the comic material. source material. Yeah, yeah. Um, I cared. <laughs> Even as a kid, I was Man. like, "Wrong." I just, I thought, wrong. That, yeah, I thought the suit was a little obnoxious for that for that movie. I loved it, except for the he couldn't. Turn yeah, he couldn't turn his couldn't head turn. at all. That always bothered me. He like just turned his whole body. I think the best was no when one the could. Joker was in his helicopter after he blows up the the chemical plant. And the Joker's flying up there, and the only way he can look up is to literally turn. Right. To, <laughs> it was like one. Of, it was like a full body, like because <laughs> I, I think the first cow to turn that could turn its head was Dark Knight. It was. Yeah, they, they, they actually have a line about yeah. it in the movie. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, eighty nine Batman was fun because we were kids and we didn't yeah. know any fucking better. <laughs> But Tim Burton did not. You, you could tell Tim Burton did not exactly do a shit ton of research. On Batman. I think my thing that I really don't like, even though he's only in it for like three and a half minutes, is like I don't buy Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent. Like, sorry. No, not Especially all. if he's gonna be two faced. Oh, like Bill- Why is that Tim? Oh, are you gonna pull that card? <laughs> why not? I'm not pulling a card, sir. Why is what's wrong with Billy D? I love Billy D. I got Billy D autograph up on my I wall just, behind me. Yeah, I, I don't buy I don't buy him as Harvey Dent or to turn him into two faced. Like And for as significant of a character as he is, like we know who Harvey Dent is. We know right. what he represents to Gotham and why his turn to two face. Like, so the fact that they just kind of throw him out there and he had yeah. zero significance in that movie. Well, cause they well, were going to make him two face at yeah. one point. Yeah. And I'd like to get into that when we get into Batman returns, but yeah. um, yeah, like at one point they were going to turn him into two face. So if, if, if he was like 
district attorney insert name here i think i would have been all right with it but like i just don't like him the billy d williams is two-faced i'm just like eh. i don't like lando's two-faced sorry <laughs> he would have been the smoothest two-faced you ever saw right colt 45 it works every time <laughs> i would have i don't know i mean i could have seen it happening but yeah well that's something we'll just never know right we'll just never there's never a lot know. of things that was lined up for this series that we'll probably never know yeah so, I mean, other than that, I mean, that was a pretty short-lived film. I mean, Vicky Vale, like, the last thing you do if you're Batman is, like, fuck a reporter and let her know, let her see your Batcave. <laughs> like, that's going to be a Time magazine the next day. I know the identity of the Batman. I banged him. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, that reminds me real quick of, I don't know why that does, but uh, he sleeps upside down. He does. He does on that. Retro Whatever the fuck thing. it's called, I don't know what it's called, but he sleeps upside down like a bat. Yeah. The fuck, dude, it happens. Vampire, sorry, yeah, sorry, but like, what the fuck? You're not a bat. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna probably like piss off a few people in that room. Right, I think Michael Keaton was a bad casting decision for Batman. Sorry, um, he's too old and he's too funny. That's not yeah. Bruce Wayne. That's not Batman. I thought he's he was like a, a, Batman, a low four. He was never. Uh, he wasn't Bruce to me. He's just a low. He's like he's like bottom rung. If I was to like list the best Batman and Bruce Wayne's in all of film history, he's not even in my top three. Sorry. I think he no, no, maybe he is in my top yeah, three. I, I, say, I, think he might be, I think he might be my my third. He, he's he might be. Yeah, he's my third. He's definitely my. He's he, okay. He is in my top three, barely. And it's not. And the people he's beating out, they don't even. They're not. I mean, what you beat George Clooney and Val Kilmer. Good job, Keaton. Like, that was, <laughs> your competition was shit. Right. Even Affleck is a better Batman say, than Bruce Wayne. Sorry. Changes. Are we talking Batman or are we talking Bruce? Because then they're there. They're they're you have to, I feel to properly portray the character, you have to be good at both. So right. if I if I number them, I consider I consider both performances. Because I think Christian Bale, awesome Bruce. I thought actually he was a pretty good Bruce Wayne. Christian Bale Shitty to me is the best Bruce Wayne. He uh, played shittiest that, Batman. The, well, no, second that, shittiest uh, Batman. The the flamboyant, not even flamboyant, the the playboy, the like he just flaunted it. Yeah, I, I own this place. Bring an arm right. candy to the hotel, yeah. buy right. the hotel, yeah. let him swim in the fucking fountain yeah. and shit. Yeah, Everyone I'm with you. Was just like you're not even trying. Like Affleck to me is one of the worst Bruce Waynes. You fuck off, sir. He was a great. He's <laughs> acting all drunk. I, I got to piss. I'm in your. I know I'm in your computer mainframe. Where's the pisser? Like no, Affleck did a great job as Bruce uh, as an elderly. <laughs> Grizzled <laughs> Bruce, right. old man, and an Bruce. awesome Batman. I feel Affleck nailed both for what he was given. If he was given, he was given like end of your rope Batman, Bruce Wayne. Not I'm starting out in life, Bruce Wayne Batman. If he had been like I'm young and I'm new at this, then yes, we would be in complete agreement right now. Worst fucking Bruce Wayne possible. But no, he got it right. <laughs> that di- the, the, di- the dialogue between him and Soups when they're at Lex Luthor's party and they're like kind of s- s- passive aggressively ribbing each other. Yeah. Like he, he's, his Bruce Wayne is really coming out really strong right there. I think it's, you got to re- re- go reach watch the movie, Andy. You might, you might not agree with me ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. No, fuck you. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> right, well, uh, besides Michael Keaton, or not Mike, I'm sorry, uh, Michael Caine, great, great Alfred. The eighty nine. Sorry, I don't remember the actual actor's name. That will always be Alfred. Old man. Was that Meredith uh, Michael, Burgess? Michael Go. There you go. <laughs> Did I say Meredith Burgess? <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll get to him later too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eighty nine Batman had its strengths. It had a lot of weaknesses. Um, but then Burton comes back in like two years for Batman Returns, 
which is like, I think actually pretty good. Cause you know, first off title wise, good decision. You didn't go with a number. You didn't go with Batman two. <laughs> Batman literally <laughs> is returning. Start. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Technically Batman returns is also a Christmas movie. Bold choice. Oh yeah. It is. Oh yeah. yeah it is no, like I, just, I always forget about it. It's all, it's a legit Christmas movie. Thinking of not like, only you got a three villain cast, you've got Catwoman. uh, you know, you got Michelle Pfeiffer rocking Catwoman. Great performance. Um, that definitely taught me about how much I like boobs and leather. <laughs> <laughs> you got Danny DeVito as the penguin, which told me, taught me about how gross it is to see flipper hands Real and penguins. people bite people. And, and I'm afraid of people biting my nose. That is actually yeah. a legitimate fear. And you had a fucking Max Shrek. You got fucking Christopher Walken. Uh, your typical one percent, like the evil version of Bruce Wayne. This is Batman Returns is a good film. If it wasn't for Batman killing everyone in sight with grenades down the pants, right, <laughs> or dynamite, whatever you want to call it. God, I don't remember that movie that well. Now that um, I'm thinking about it, like man, I just I like I remember like I obviously remember um, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. I mean, like, who, who doesn't? doesn't? I was I was a preteen. Well, yeah, of course I remember that. And I remember Dan DeVito as Penguin because he was creepy as hell. And that was like a perfect role for him. I mean, I couldn't imagine right. anybody else being the penguin. So we're talking casting a little bit right now before we move fully into returns. Uh, I just took down some notes of little casting tidbits that could have been. So think, yeah, 89, the first choice for Batman was actually Pierce Brosnan. Pierce that Brosnan could have worked. said, hell no. And he actually considered it a joke that he was offered this role. Cause he, cause he wanted bond. He was still on Remington yeah. steel. So when they, he was offered the role of Bruce Wayne, who I think he would have played an amazing Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He yeah. said, no, John Lithgow was up for the Joker and he the, uh, actually what? told Burton like, mm, I don't think I'm the right fit for it. So they're like, okay. So he talked his own way out of it. <laughs> I think he's right. Yeah. <laughs> and in the first few drafts of the 89 film, there was a Robin. They did the death of the Graysons and the role was pitched to Kiefer Sutherland. And he was like, Robin, the guy in the tights. Hell no. Later he yeah. was interviewed and he goes, I didn't know they were going to make the greatest movie ever. So yeah. he's regretted it ever. Since. Um, yeah. Robin was in it. Was it so it was in the script like so far that they got to storyboarding yeah. the death of the Graysons. Hmm. And then Kiefer said no. And so they just, I think out. he just said it was just, it's too much for the first movie. So lost boys. Um, Lost the, Boys Robin. Yeah. The, Even then, it's still too old for Kiefer. That's still. It's like get, early get, a, get one of the Corys. Yeah. Get one of the Corys. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, the other casting um, when it came to the Joker was uh, David Bowie, but he turned it down. And oh, then, that would have been awesome as fuck. Um, I actually would initially, don't, don't worry, David Bowie comes back. Um, <laughs> the other one was that initially Jack Nicholson turned down the Joker. So they got all, like, Robin Williams all but signed on on the contract and they kind of used Robin Williams as leverage and kind of said like told Jack Nicholson, well this, we're going to go this route. And then Jack Nicholson signed for a little bit more money. <laughs> he signed on for more money. He wanted top billing. So he was yeah. billed over Keaton. And then he also got into his contract to get a part of the profits from the movie. Right. And they were like, yeah, we'll do that. Thinking it wasn't going to be big. And then bam, apparently he walked out with another 60 to $90 million, million. <laughs> just from that. Yeah. 
Bing bang. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you trust? <laughs> money, 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 money. Who do you trust? <laughs> I mean, good job, Jack. I wonder how. Rob, 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 that, let me try that over. <laughs> go, go take two. Robin Williams. I wonder how he would have done. I don't know. Again, Robin Williams comes back later for when we talk right. about casting. Like, each movie. Like, you always see Robin Williams in like funny movies, but the the few like creepy movies he's done, he's been like really I, creepy. One hour photo. Yeah. Insomnia. Insomnia. Yeah. So like him as the Joker, I think would have went really well. He, he even said, I remember reading an interview with him where he even said that like, that's one of the, the one movie role that he wished he would have gotten and to see what he would have done with it was Joker. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, look what happened to Ledger. I don't, with Robin Williams, like mental history, I don't think him doing the Joker would have been a good idea for him or any of any for that matter. I think at that time it wasn't like a, it wasn't as oh, no. dark as even back then. No, 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 Robin was struggling I, with I that stuff. I don't mean Robin Williams dark. I mean like the Joker wasn't as dark as Heath Ledger's Joker. It wasn't uh, nearly no, as. No, no, I guess on page it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't right. nearly as like withdrawn and you know psycho. It was more like humoristic and psycho. He was more right. mobster than yeah chaos. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been hard for me to watch that because then how is he going to go do Mrs. Doubtfire like three years later? <laughs> hey, he or, yeah, or he Jumanji. Yeah, I mean, he, oh, he did one hour photo, which is weird as hell. Oh, so, boy. So, we, you were so just talking were there Pfeiffer? any other casting bugaboos you want to talk about? Yeah, or can we continue I'll, I'll, with just, I'll just browse through what I had down. And, I mean, we both can, yeah. Yeah, because this goes now into Batman Returns, and we we're saying Michelle Pfeiffer, who is Catwoman. Oh, yeah. She is Catwoman. She's better than fucking Hathaway. Um, Sean, <laughs> Sean Young, was, she was actually cast as Catwoman. From Dune? Yeah, uh, I like Sean Young. Sorry, she wasn't cast as Catwoman. She was cast as Vicki Vale. She broke oh, her arm while horseback riding for another scene in a different film, so she couldn't be Vicki Vale. Then when she finds out that Catwoman comes up, who at first it was Annette Benning who was Catwoman, huh. she gets pregnant. So then it goes to Michelle Pfeiffer. So Sean Young's pissed that she doesn't even get offered the role. She dresses up as Catwoman, <laughs> goes to the Warner Brothers lot, and walks around looking for anybody associated with Batman. Goes yeah. to the execs looking. Rumor is that Burton actually hid under a desk to avoid her. She actually gets labeled the crazy, yeah. crazy cat lady <laughs> and blames it to this day that it ruined her career. So. So like imagine her like she's dressed in the Julie Newmar Catwoman outfit, going to mm. Warner Brothers Studio, like purring in her voice, like doing a Julie Newmar impression to try to get this job. That's already been, <laughs> that's already been cast. And like I think it's like I think the movie had like already started filming too. Yeah. Like I mean, I love Blade Runner. I love fucking uh, Dune. Like Sean Young's great, but no way out, that's not Wall how Street. you. Yeah. yeah, that's not how you get a fucking job, right. Sean. I'm sorry, but I mean, think about it. She would have played the role perfectly because she's fucking crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> but she's the wrong kind. She's trying to like just do Julie Newmar. She's not trying to do what like Michelle Pfeiffer did. Oh no! And Michelle Pfeiffer made the role completely different. Right. Like, she made. She went like awesome cat burglar, sexy dominatrix Catwoman, not. I am a joke of a cat furry, <laughs> right? Yeah, Catwoman. So Sean, <laughs> I'm gonna take the just take your pride, go away. <laughs> what pride? She left it on the fucking streets right. of the Warner Brothers <laughs> studio. Um, speaking of Catwoman, at the end of uh, Returns, she actually in the original cut, uh, Catwoman dies. 
two, three weeks before the theatrical release, they're like, mm, we made a mistake. So they film a scene where Catwoman's looking up and you see the bat signal lit up in the sky and you see Catwoman like, oh, she lived. That's not even Michelle Pfeiffer. That's why you don't see her face. Yeah. Um, I mean, he killed everybody else. What's the matter? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, did you have any more casting for returns? I'm sorry. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I couldn't remember what all we talked yeah, about for I returns. I, I apologize. Um, this one, Phil, I don't know if you ever heard. Marlon Wayne's was Robin. Yeah, I heard in this. Batman Returns actually is there being like he was fitted for the costume he was even cut a check then they're like well we're introducing catwoman we're introducing penguin there's too much so we're gonna bring you in to the third movie <laughs> schumacher comes on hates marlon waynes goes with chris o'donnell <laughs> i mean robin's a stupid fucking mistake for a bad movie right. anyway i just don't see marlon sorry Wayans. yeah and then uh that when they do a flashback scene, I believe very early in returns when they show the penguin being born and you see his, mm-hmm. his mom and dad, uh, Burgess Meredith, who was the penguin in the 66 series was going to be his father. So a little Easter egg hidden in there, he gets sick. So Tim turns to who he just recently worked with Paul Rubens and Paul Rubens was his father. Yeah, Pee Wee fucking Herman. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's like pushing pushing little penguin into the fucking river of like frozen Gotham City Park like fucking gross Moses <laughs> with, his, <laughs> with, with his flipper hands and his nasty little fish face. Just, I'm sorry, I get night brain. I used to like, I, that used to actually freak me out a little bit as a kid when I first saw the penguin. He bites that dude's nose oh, yeah. in the middle of the goddamn like the mayoral like campaign office. I just. Danny DeVito. I think that's why I have problems with It's Always Sunny. Every time I see Danny DeVito, I see the fucking penguin biting my nose off. And I'm like, no, get away from me, you creepy little midget person. (laughs) 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 I scared myself Um, just thinking about it. uh, So I couldn't couldn't find any um, other casting choices for for Penguin um, other other than the blurb that Danny DeVito didn't want to do it. And Jack Nicholson had to talk him into it by saying, like, I, I made more money on Batman than I did in 10 years. <laughs> like, do the movie. Um, but one one uh dropped plot that I that I saw was that uh the role of Max Shrek was originally supposed to be Billy D. Williams coming back as Harvey Dent. And spoiler warning for a 26-year-old movie, <laughs> at the end, when Catwoman electrifies Max Shrek, that was how he turns into Two-Face. For the third one. Mm. That was the original <laughs> plot. Oh. So. I see how that would have worked. But not. Because it should have been asked in I, the face of right, during court trial. Right. I, 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 yeah, I like, I like, I like the idea of it, but it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't qualify Two-Face to me, I guess. No. I or, it wouldn't be Two-Face. Right. Like, how, how do you, how re- you get it symmetrical? Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, Batman Returns is a schizo movie. Like I said, uh, it's trying. It's also a Christmas film. It's like it's all over it, the place. It's, yeah. it's, it's the first time we got a double villain um, in, in, a, in a superhero film, like a double A tier villain. Because I mean, I think you did like because doing Lex Luthor and Nuclear Man doesn't really count. Right. <laughs> and um, sorry, real quick, the other one was um, before um, before Christopher Walken was cast as Max Shrek, David Bowie. Uh, was going to do it. And then he dropped out to do Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. 
I fucking love David Bowie. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so any decision he makes is a good decision as far as I'm concerned. I miss you, man. For yeah. <laughs> so for for that that's what I could find casting wise for Batman Returns. They should have just yeah. had Shrek. I mean, they were already throwing the cannon out, out the Sorry. Out, out the, the 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 window here. Walking as Two Face. Yes, please. Yes. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Oh. Yes. Oh God! I didn't even think about that. Why that's, wouldn't they do that? Yeah, that's, that's, like please. That's so I'm I'm gonna flip a coin <laughs> and gonna decide your fate. That is nightmarish to me, but in a good way. Right? You're talking to I my mean, boy all wrong. What could have been? Again, stabbing. I mean, the face just think of like half of like Walken's face being like the head, like the the face of the headless horseman in Sleepy Hollow, but like all marred and shit. Right. And then you got regular Christopher Walken. Like that could have worked. Yeah, that would have worked really yeah. well. In like a horrific, frightening way. <laughs> I, Batman Returns. I mean, it's trying really hard to be a lot of different things. I think I feel like Burton was like, I got. I felt like Burton felt like he was pressured to step it up from '89 Batman, but he just like overstuffed the film with way too much like unnecessary shit. It was like three different plot lines. Yeah, he completely loses the sight of Batman. Keaton, if you actually pay really close attention to the movie, Keaton has like ten lines in the whole fucking yeah. film, and he barely talks. And they gave him, like, they almost gave Burton, like, carte blanche a little bit to do what he wanted and then shit all over him when they saw the final product. Yeah. Because pe- because a they lot of parents... too dark. Well, a lot of parents complained about this movie, but, like, it's a Batman movie. Like, I'm sorry that they, you know, made Happy Meals out of, <laughs> out of Batman <laughs> Returns. At least they didn't make, like, sex whips from Catwoman to Happy Meal toys yeah. and shit like that. What? Oh, just think about it. They had a lot of potential. Like, there's a lot of dirty shit in Batman like, Returns that is not yeah. for children. Michelle Pfeiffer found out that she got the role of Catwoman. She was adamant that she wanted to learn how to use the whip. Yeah. So when she went to training day one, when she cracked the whip, she hit her trainer in the face, drawing blood with it. But then they said, obviously, she got better. Every scene in that movie of her using the whip is actually Michelle Pfeiffer. She did her own whip stunts. Is it wrong that I have like yes, a fear erection right now? <laughs> <laughs> also, maybe it's because like I just saw this movie when I was like four years old, but like the licking of the face. Can we talk about that real quick? Can we? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. That's all I want to talk about. That's all I got. Really. That's all I want to say. You want to talk about some confused feelings? Were you having some? Were you learning some new things about yourself as a boy? Yeah, as I'm like four like, years old in the movie theater because I saw this one in the movie theater. I'm just like, Aah. Dad, is that how Mom kisses is, you? Yeah. Yes, yes, son. <laughs> Correct. I love how they played up. She had say nine no more. lives. Yeah, I actually like that a lot. Yeah. I feel like that, but now in like retrospect, looking at other superhero films, I feel like the Spider-Man kiss is like a straight up homage to the the, the Catwoman kiss. Because think about it, like every hero, they got their niche, they got their way that they make out. Spider-Man does it upside down. Catwoman does it by licking your face and cleaning you a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know. Batman does it by pooping guano on you and the flying away. I don't. <laughs> Let's see what other kisses are there? I, I was actually, I was actually legitimately trying to think of a kiss. That's it. <laughs> Night Owl and Silk Spectre just do it with a with a building on fire. Yeah, but them. they do it to a fucking Leonard Cohen right, yeah. song, <laughs> yeah. which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, Batman Returns. I mean, it, it was definitely like not as good as '89 Batman, but still, it was definitely better than the films we're about to yeah, talk about. Yeah. It, it's the one out of the four of these I've seen the least amount of times. 
I would agree with that. I probably have seen the other three way more, but only because mm. the second two, I have to shit on it. Yeah. So I, hard. I can't even count how many times I've seen 89 returns. Very close. I mean, I still uh, watch 89. Yeah. Batman forever and Batman and Robin. Maybe two to three times oh, each. I, maybe. I gotta say, I probably, I mean, it's not that I, I agree. 89 is the best yeah. of the four, but I probably have seen Batman forever. The most <laughs> only because I, Jim Carrey, dude. Yeah. Owned yeah. this whole film. Yeah. 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 Let's, I mean, Batman Forever. Why did Keaton not come back for Batman Forever? Because Burton didn't go Yeah, back. exactly. No Burton? No, no, Burton. Yeah. no Keaton? No um, Keaton. There, there were ideas for um, uh, for Batman, Batman Forever with Burton. Um, they were going to call it Batman Continues, which is just how long did that fucking take <laughs> to come Batman. up with <laughs> Batman again? Like, oh, we got, yeah, like we got returns. Oh, I mean, he continues. Sure. Batman, fucking write it down. Um, and uh, he had the idea of Chase Meridian, um, which was going to be Rene Russo. But then when Keaton dropped out, they went younger with Nicole Kidman. And then uh, Robin Williams making his return in this podcast, uh, but as the Riddler. <laughs> and I was going to say, I was going to say earlier when we were talking about Robin Williams as the Joker, I was going to say it probably would have turned out just like Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because Riddle me this. Would the film have been different? Probably not. No. No. It would have probably been the exact same. Edward. And then, yeah. Burton didn't like the story that was that was happening. And then he wanted to move on. And then once Burton moved on, Keaton moved on. So then we got Schumacher. Let's, yeah. And Val Kilmer. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind Val well, Kilmer back then, honestly. I mean, honestly, too, like, Joel Schumacher at the time was actually, like, a respected director. Like, the Lost Boys. He just went... <laughs> we said how Gotham was its own character in 89. Mm-hmm. And it had he recasted. that gritty, dark, noir feel. Right. And then Schumacher just made it well, bright colorful over the top neon lights i don't was just put all of it on on schumacher i put most of it on warner brothers because like i said with with returns they had parents getting upset and about you know know, the happy meal bullshit and like (laughs) it's not a kid's movie and da da da. so they made they turned batman forever to market it more towards kids which like that was a money decision by warner brothers more than anything yeah and that was the beginning of the end for Warner Brothers putting, getting in their way of then they're getting in their own way. Right, yeah. Good job, Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's, yeah, accurate. We've uncovered the mystery. Patient zero. <laughs> well, at least we found the fucking patient zero. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you have Jim Carrey, who's the Riddler, who is very charismatic. He was the best part of that film. And he yeah. was very bright. And even as the Riddler, he was not really that dark. I mean, he was, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like before. And even Two-Face, who we, we know Two-Face as being ruthless, seemed to be kind of a joking character in this movie. Hate that drummer. Oh, God. Yeah. I, mean, I love Tommy Lee, but, like, not the drummer. Sorry. I guess I should finish. <laughs> His sex tape was awesome. Tommy Lee Jones was a great... Tommy I'll- Lee Jones' sex tape, too. His <laughs> sex tape, too. <laughs> Ew. God, God, just go with the joke. It, it's from the playing the space. It's, 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 it's space. him and Harrison Ford from The Fugitive. Um, <laughs> I did not kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> Actually, I love that line. Go on, sorry. So, but yeah, you have this Two Face who, you know, they kind of tried to throw it back to the old, like purple sided face, you know, cartoon, and they made him so silly. He really didn't seem to be scary at all. 
or ruthless no, or like, like anything two faced for whatever reason tommy i feel like tommy lee jones made the acting choice to try to out top jim carrey yeah <laughs> and you can't do that especially 1995 jim carrey right with how over the top he was the look the acting the worst thing that i could say about his performance and val kilmer's out of this entire series of films theirs to me is the most forgettable i think the worst thing about tommy lee jones's performance was drew barrymore Oh, oh, yeah. you forgot. oh yeah. you forgot. No, I remember. Oh, yeah. You forgot. He had two sugar and spice. <laughs> oh, it was like Angel and Devil. I don't really know. Were they called they sugar, were called and, sugar spice? and Spice? Oh, uh, like, yeah, I remember yep. like he pimps uh, Drew Barrymore off to Jim Carrey yeah. at some point. Yeah, sugar but, and spice. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like what a random like <laughs> cameo to see in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember who played the bad one. Uh Debbie Mazar. Oh, uh, neat. Is she important? No, no, not really. really. Is she no, not really. Is she alive? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't, she's, I, I she's alive. I don't remember that part at all. Yo, when Two Face gets like, like I said, turned into a goddamn all. henchman. Yeah. What's the point? Right. Like that, that, yeah. that, that completely overshadowed. He was his entire role got diminished. It, it was a way. It was a waste of Two Face. It was. Yeah. And I understand like you're trying to play up the genius of the Riddler, which is fine, but he's not going to make another villain his henchman. He's going to go off on his own and do his own thing. That's what he does. Also, like he, he's like a... He, no part sort of, of any Batman sort, lore would I have bought that Two-Face would have been subservient to the Riddler. No. And yeah, no, never. No. And the, even if they did work together, it would have been like, we'll do. I'll do my plan, you do your plan, and right. we'll, we'll see. see. I'll flip happens. a coin later and see if I kill you. Right. But, but the worst thing I, I, I feel about it is like, you got Jim Carrey playing like a really goofy version of the Riddler, but like the technology he's using that like see into your mind TV thing. That's some Mad Hatter shit. Yeah. Like yeah. Schumacher like read a Mad Hatter Batman comic and then like, Oh, this sounds good, but I, I got to use the Riddler. I'll just make the Riddler Mad Hatter. <laughs> like it, it didn't make any sense. And like one of the things I like about the Riddler is that he isn't one of these like ridiculous technology that doesn't really exist characters. He's like, I'm going to fuck with the Batman's head because I think I'm smarter than him and by make him run errands for me all over town until he fucking is so exhausted that I can maybe kill him. Right. Like, that's what the Riddler does. He doesn't be like, oh, look, look inside Val Kilmer's head. No, who thinks about bats all day long? <laughs> I'd say there were some weird choices with that movie. Like, oh, one of my favorite ones, Chris O'Donnell finally becomes Robin, right? Yes. Yeah. Finally, finally got it, Robin. Right, and like you're like maybe this is like the height of Chris O'Donnell's career too. Like when you're like, okay, he may be tolerable, right? And what's the first thing I was fucking mouth in the suit? Holy metal rocks, Batman! Holy rusted metal! Holy rusted metal! metal. He look turns around and he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, the the rocks they're made of it's made of metal and they're full of holes. It's rusted. He's like, oh, and then they like keep going. Like I I was like, I legitimately don't remember that. Yeah, they oh, were it happened, bro. Oh, uh, yeah, they, I mean, I, I, I know like the, the bat scene, boat. yeah. The, the bat boat. boat. Yeah. <laughs> he came out of the bat boat going up to Riddler's, uh, yeah. Riddler's Island with his big tower. Like, Holy rusted metal. And he was like, what? <laughs> Even as a child, I'm just like, boo! Uh, boo! Boo! This movie. boo! boo! <laughs> you pandering fuck, Schumacher! Boo! Briefly, because this goes back to the, uh, to the, um, our opening of our episode. Uh, Joel Schumacher dressed, directed the music video for Kiss from a Rose. Damn right he did. Own, that <laughs> of is course the best thing to come out of Batman Forever was Seal's Kiss from a Rose. God. You're welcome, America. Uh, <laughs> love that song. Geek single coming out, Kiss from a Batman. I, yeah. uh, I, 
no joke, tried talking my ex-wife into that, making that our first dance <laughs> at our wedding. Oh. <laughs> Did she agree? I don't know. <laughs> no. That's why she's your ex. <laughs> <Right>. nah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Tim, and don't take this the wrong way, but I would have left you, too. <laughs> I'm just kidding, eh. buddy. Oh, I'm Boo. Eh. Boo. <laughs> no, you dodged a bullet, buddy, because I, I would have danced with you to that song at our wedding. Yeah, hell yes. <laughs> Wait, you, you, I would, I would you let, I'll, let, I'll let him lead. Oh, <laughs> damn right, you would let me. <laughs> you act like you have a choice. <laughs> Shit. No, that, that let's be honest. Seals kiss from a rose. I think we we, we were arguing before we did our intro. <laughs> I, it is the most iconic song from the Schumacher Bird and Batman film. Wrong. As much as I love Prince, and if you've ever heard any of our episodes, I am the number one Prince advocate in this group. I think the Seals kiss from a rose right. is more iconic. And I, I, I agree. I think Tim agrees. Andy doesn't, but. It's not because I don't like Prince. I just don't think Prince's songs in those movies were near as like iconic to Kiss from a Rose. It's so fucking beautiful. And it's just that seals. We do. We want to put a pull up. I guarantee you that soundtrack has way more sales. Way like, soundtrack We're not matter. talking about sales. We're talking about I'm the just, court of public said opinion. more iconic. And it is more iconic. And it's more love than. And we're not talking about the soundtrack. Then, we're talking about the one song. Kiss from a douche. <laughs> I mean, I, see, you're trying to piggyback off the fucking like. Uh, off the the Williams score of '89 Batman over Kiss from a Rose. That's Williams. cheating. You don't uh, whatever. Danny, uh, Elfman. Danny Elfman. Sorry, Danny Elfman. <laughs> Williams. Whatever. Williams. You know what I'm trying to yeah, say, Andy. You can't piggyback back off the fucking score music. Oh, we're talking about Kiss from a Rose as or the, the song. Music. Versus not all of the Prince music. There are multiple Prince songs in the '89 Batman film. You get one. You get to pick one Prince song. Go. What's your Prince no, song? Is it Party Man was, or is it fucking Who Do You Trust? Point, is that he has multiple, I, like all of them are I will, better. I, I might put up, no. I, yeah, I, I don't know. No. I, I, I don't agree with you, but like I, there's an overconfident part of me that's just like I'm willing to put up all of Prince's songs in Batman versus Kiss from a Rose in the court of public Kiss opinion. Kiss from a Rose? Tim, what was it? Kiss from a Rose was number one male vocals for that year. It was uh, the highest grossing single that won, year. It won the Grammy for best male yeah, pop performance Wham record of the... had a number one album. Record. It doesn't make it good. Hey, hey. Wham is good. Yeah, you better read <laughs> fucking Wham on too. I'm sorry. Wake me up before you go-go. <laughs> That's how they got the exclamation point. Right. Yo, uh, Careless Whisper, you better shut your mouth. Oh, Andy. yeah. Nah. You can't talk bad about Wham. But I think, uh, never mind. You picked the wrong Andy is, thing. No, Andy so, is, is, I hate to say this, and I'm going to call you out. You are showing bias. You are so, showing unbridled bias. You want 89 Batman to be the best at everything. I'm sorry. Uh, Kiss from a Rose it, is more it iconic. Was, it won, for 1996 Grammy Awards, it won Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best Male Pop Vocal Performance. Not a single track in the 89 Batman film can claim those three titles for that year. Not one of them. Not a single. <laughs> and I love Prince, Andy. I'm told, I, am, I own fucking Graffiti Bridge on Blu-ray and DVD. I love Prince. But you cannot make this claim in his favor. Well, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it to public opinion. The, yeah, the only thing that it comes close to the Batman album was that it was number one on the Billboard album chart for six weeks. That's all I got. Good job. Well, six weeks. Like, you like did. I said, we'll put it up to a, a vote. We'll see what people agree with or not agree with, and we'll go from there. I will put up all five of these songs Bat Dance, Party How Man. How long was it up there? Six weeks. The album, this is the 89 one, was Ugh, number the one on the Billboard album charts for six consecutive That's what that's he was just talking about. That's literally what I just said. That's what no, he was, I thought you were talking about the. No, he was no. talking about. That's why I was asking. Oh, no, no, no. That was, no that was the 89 soundtrack. 
It has sold over 11 million copies worldwide. Oh my god, Andy Prince. (laughs) Prince has probably sold more records than Seal, but that's only because he's made a shit ton more music than Seal. And that's and also it's Prince. But this song, like Kiss from a Rose, dude. I I know people who remember the fucking song more than they remember the movie. So hate all you want, but you're wrong. Okay. That song is way you know more iconic for this series. It is. It's not. It's not personal, Andy. You didn't I'm write the fucking soundtrack. The fucking and, and, and the only reason I like those songs from the original Batman is because of like Jack Nicholson's character, like Nicholson. Sorry, I did it again. <laughs> For <laughs> his character doing what he was doing in the movie. That's the only reason I remember those songs. Like not even like for it being a Prince song. Okay. Oh, poor Andy, so dejected. I'm not dejected it's all right. wrong. I mean, it's not my fault that you guys are wrong. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's adorable. All right, yes, when we're done, uh, yes, there will be a poll and we will see. But you, I hate to and break it to you, you're going to lose this one. On <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not but you have vote. to choose a Prince song, Andy. You can't just be like, the soundtrack of 89 Batman. You have to pick a Prince song. That is it your is claim. It's not my fault that he had multiple songs where Seal was only a scrub enough to get one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He only needed one. <laughs> He only needed and one. He had to unbutton the shirt and try his best. Goddamn right he did. How, how else is he going to land Heidi Klum? He did land Heidi Klum. I mean, you done fucked up now, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, we've talked about this the, the god awful Batman Forever. Let's get to the best part of Schumacher Nip Town. Mm. Batman and Robin, the fourth and final installment that literally murdered comic book movies for like a fucking decade. George Clooney and the return of Chris O'Donnell <laughs> with the introduction to of Alicia Silverstone, f- fresh out of Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> and there were nips on her bat suit, too. Uh, creepy. Um, <laughs> uh, this is one of two movies that I that my dad took me to that when we were walking out, I apologize for. for. <laughs> and you were right to do so. Right. <laughs> Everybody. It was freeze. it was this movie and the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. I was going to say nothing says scrawny scientist trying to save Nora like Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. So uh, have you guys ever watched Fringe? Yes. How you can get, how they go into like alternate realities at the press of a button, essentially. Sure. There is an alternate reality that I want to go to because if Arnold Schwarzenegger turned down Mr. Freeze, his next selection was Hulk Hogan. I want to go to that reality oh my God. so bad. Wait, Hulk Hogan as everybody freeze, brother. <laughs> freeze. No, everybody freeze. <laughs> Everyone chill out. Uh, also, that was the window of your discontent. Uh, also, uh, Patrick Stewart was in the running as Mr. Freeze. I would have bought that. I, that would have been awesome. Yeah. See that. Like, I'm laughing. That would have been amazing. I'm just like, God, he dodged a bullet. <laughs> but he would have been better I mean, than what that atrocity of mr freeze was he could have made the movie better somehow i mean i love arnold don't get me wrong but this was like a bad decision and let's let's talk i mean as much as you can rip on arnold for this and you can rip on arnold we can make a whole show about ripping on arnold for this bad decision uma thurman fucked up too big time every time i picture her as as poison ivy the only thing i see are those god awful eyebrows that they put on her i just always remember the wax lips no, it's immune to her charms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's not forget the fucking her her sidekick Bane. Yes, the worst Bane ever. Look, 
Even Tom Hardy's Bane was better. (laughs) Bane is one of my least favorite Batman villains. Even with the whole Nightfall storyline. Okay, cool. But every single film that Bane has been in, all two of them. (laughs) Why is why is he always the pawn of a woman? This is true. Oh god. This is true. Which is stupid because that's not how he is in the comics. He's the fucking he's a genius. He he like he literally like empties all of Arkham and and Blackgate prison to like for three weeks. The Batman is just constantly putting people back in jail till he's exhausted. And then Bane reveals that he's known his identity the whole time is in the Batcave waiting for him and then breaks the back. <laughs> and it was all his plan. Nobody else meets, put him up to it. It was Bane. Plus, Matalo, Matalo, Bane, plus, Bane. Plus there's Luchador Bane. There is Luchador. And it was Luchador, it was Luchador, Luchador Bane. Luchador yeah. Bane. Yeah. And- the guy so who, the in guy. this, he's what almost a mindless brute. That he is. He literally yeah. says nothing. Yeah, that poison ivy just uses. He grunts. Yeah. <clears throat> we get Tom Hardy's Bane, and I was like, "All right, all right, I'm buying this version. I'm buying." The- oh wait, he's just Talia's little henchman. Henchman. <laughs> no. I wondered what would break first: <laughs> your spirit or your body <laughs> or your feelings. <laughs> oh, he looked cool. And I will give them that. Bane looked cool in Batman and Robin. He looked like a comic book Bane. Yeah, I mean. They got Venom right. Yeah. They did yeah. get that right. Yeah. Well, they don't ever talk I don't mean, about I don't, I don't, for our listeners, I don't mean like symbiote venom. I mean like the po- the, his, the steroid poison that Bane uses to buff up and break people. His yeah. Steroid. It's called Venom. Like they give him like his venom and he can like turn it up and yeah. like literally. Yeah. Make they got him, that part right. Make his veins all green and nasty yeah. looking. They pull the plug on him and he shrivels up. Yeah, and it's excellent. That and that that is probably how. And the you know, the, taking away his his mind ruined it. Right. That's like yeah. not so that. But then if they hadn't, you got a movie stuff with Mister Freeze, Poison Ivy, and like Smart Bane. That's like two minutes. Too much going on. How's Batman supposed to really stop that? Oh, because he's got his bat card. <laughs> if anyone forgot gone. that, when he whips out his credit Damn card, oh the bat card. Oh. When they're <laughs> when they're bidding on who gets to bang Poison Ivy. Is, is, is this charging on my back card? Is this also that, Tim? Is this also the one with the line "Chicks dig the car"? Yeah, they do. It God is. It is. It is. Chicks oh. dig the car. Don't give them James Bond one-liners. <laughs> that, that was Robin who said that. Oh, he was, was it? jealous. Yeah, Robin says it's the car. Chicks did the car. Yeah, it has like the blue front and like with the, the uh, like the spinning the, yeah. whatever the, the fuck. Front, yeah, it's really electric blue with all the neon light. Yeah, oh. yeah. Fuck me. It has like the ice. The, the one with the Tesla can in the center. Love, yeah. Yeah, that. I love this movie for how just ab- uh, absurd it Doesn't is. Doesn't it like pop out ice skates at one point? Yeah, both. No, their they're suits do. The suits do? Okay. Yeah. By by the, the clap of their heels, like they're fucking Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I mean, you see like serious differences between like the auteurness of, of, of Burton and Schumacher. Burton's Batman films are like a cure concert. And then Schumacher's Batman films are like a fucking rave where everyone just can't decide what like happy hardcore right. shit they want to listen to and this it week. it turned into like a Spice Girls concert. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's what's Mr. Freeze's grand design? He's literally gonna freeze all of Gotham. Yeah. He's gonna turn into an icy wonderland. Like, Why? Because who the fuck? Who the fuck right. cares? It, Why not? And like diamonds power his machines. Did he have diamonds? A what did he have a motive? Of yeah, he was upset he was, yeah. about his wife. Yeah, his motive is yeah, sure. Like Why not? Was, <laughs> no, that's his it, real it, motive. He wanted. He wanted diamonds to make Gotham a frozen hellhole so that he could take his wife out of her 
canister okay, can I didn't thing. I remember if Nora was right. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Nora was there. I can't even like, remember the I last mean, time I saw it's, Batman. It's literally Robin. like 40 seconds. We where might like, have to get trashed and they, watch this. <laughs> Uh, well, I think it's yes. a good idea next time in town. But wasn't his wife? Wasn't Nora actually played by his Schwarzenegger's actual wife? No, I don't. I don't think so. I, mean, I thought it was, but I, I might be wrong. I don't even remember anymore. Did I he have, cheat on her with the maid? Yeah, yeah, and, and had a, <laughs> that was and had a, and had a kid with. You leave the, the governor alone. <laughs> um, yeah, like I mean, Nora's only in like it's like a forty second scene where like he's. Uh, oh, oh God. Oh, God. Well, Tim's looking that up. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Because <laughs> yeah. Alfred got sick with the same thing that Nora has. And Ben George yeah. Clooney's like, I need to save my butler. <laughs> uh, McGregor's syndrome is what they call it. Yeah, that. Uh, no, it is not. It is not his wife. It is. Okay. Boy, some Swedish name. Uh, Vandela Kursbom Thumlison. That's why I thought it was his wife. Because sure. I couldn't pronounce her last name. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, it doesn't matter what your name but she's is. Like, no. What's the way the rock all of a sudden? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, what? What rabbit hole did we just get? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But Batman and Robin was a fucking abomination of a film. There was nothing redeemable nothing. about it. The plot was terrible. The casting choices were worse. The, it looked so bad. Like I don't know how you could get worse than Batman Forever, but it just looked worse too. There was nothing good about this. But I, but Andy, as we've discussed, this is a perfect correlation to the Superman films before it, because there were four Superman films and then there were four Batman and they films, both and just the, followed that same. Exact same pattern. The first two Superman films are fucking awesome. Superman and Superman 2 are amazeballs. And then you got Superman 3 with Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, Jim Carrey. Uh, you, you got a comedian as your primary villain. Like you're like, okay. And then you got Superman 4 where you bring back Lex Luthor and you're supposed to care, but you kind of don't still. And you got his kid played by Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Nuclear Man, a mindless. Was John a mindless. Kid in that? Yeah, dude. Because he is but, now Lex Luthor John, in the CW's. No, uh, John Cryer is one of his henchmen in the movie, isn't he? John Cryer is his fucking is like his his nephew. It's his nephew. nephew. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a blood relative. Is my yeah, point right. in the fucking fourth Superman film? And, and then you've got like Luthor. the mindless nuclear man, which is Bane. Like somehow, somehow they took <laughs> Batman and made the same exact mistakes they did with the, the Superman, Superman franchise. Warner Brothers. <laughs> Warner Brothers, motherfuckers. <laughs> bom bom bom. Drop this fucking bat mic, which I'm sure he's got. He's, <laughs> he's got, got a bat everything. mic. He's got, a bat mic. Everything. He's got he's got shark. He's got Batman shark repellent. You got you know he's got a bat oh mic. Oh god, shark repellent. It happened. I know. I know. <laughs> it is a thing. This was a franchise that like shaped and also ruined a lot of childhoods simultaneously. <laughs> I mean, it ruined comic franchise movies for what? When did X Men? So X Men two thousand X Men kind of brought it back, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they kind of Spider Man and they kind of ruined it themselves. I mean, X Men kind of brought it back, but then like Spider Man kind of kicked the door what? down. Oh, we can make money off, yeah, this. yeah. Sam Raimi's Spider Man and Spider Man two, for that matter, were like, we're back, motherfuckers, and we're gonna do it right. right. Look, it's Marvel. <laughs> Look, it's Marvel. Well, not really. It was, they, it was Marvel, yeah. It just wasn't. It was Sony, Marvel. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then and then Marvel, then Marvel, Marvel was, like, was oh, like, oh, uh, Riri, Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, know we got these fucking things called the Avengers we've been sitting on for 50 years? Oh shit, we got the Avengers. Yeah. Hey, you guys remember that Fantastic Four movie we made? Somebody gets slapped. Shut up. <laughs> we don't talk about that. That didn't happen. Remember, because they tried to do that. They even yeah. tried, they tried to bring back Fantastic Four and then, and then you got Rise Lundgren of the Silver Surfer. Punisher. 
and the oh uh, dude i like i like the dolph lundgren punisher film captain america with the motorcycle helmet you shut your mouth i actually like the original oh, one where God. the red skull is awesome in that movie <laughs> but those are like campy like 70s 80s films yeah, those are you guys do your drunk scary movie night yeah. next time phil's in town we're gonna do drunk bad super yes i'm fine with this oh, yes i'm fine with this. can we um as long as we can find spawn. like a, a somewhat filming of the nick cage superman movie <laughs> Let's watch Spawn. Spawn. <laughs> I love Spawn. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. We can we can find the we can find the uh, made for TV David Hasselhoff uh, Nick Fury movie. Yeah, I have seen it, and it's actually really shitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, all the oh, crappy stuff. Poor Batman. Yeah. I, I I I was happy that we could all agree on like a franchise to sort of dissect and you know, just bend over a table for a night, but I kind of sad that it had to be Batman. Well, I mean, we're all spoiled now. You know, we get all these we've gotten a lot of great comic book movies for the past, I don't know, 14, Decade. 15 yeah. years. I mean, when Iron Man one was what? Two thousand ten years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. Yeah. I mean, like even before that we had the Spider Man. We had Raimi Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was two thousand yeah. Hey, we don't talk about the third one, but we had two really good <laughs> Spider-Man movies. <laughs> you know, you didn't like Sandman? And, now I'm and Shitty Green Goblin on a flying snowboard? <laughs> you didn't like that? Oh, oh like man, Jake's not musical in it either. Like, here's Venom, like, and now uh, he's not really Venom, and now we're just going to kill him. Venom. 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 Ruin. Ruin Venom. He's like, I gotta go, or Red's going to kick my ass. Well, so thanks for uh, yeah. This was hateful geeks trying to do our, our our franchise fuckery. I don't know why we haven't really settled on a title yet. But <laughs> we're we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be dissecting the uh, nostalgic film franchises uh, pretty regular. So please tune in, in the future for those. But I do believe it's time for that hateful grateful gentleman. Hateful grateful. Hateful grateful. Hateful grateful. Hateful grateful. We still don't have a new theme no, just so you know, we do have friends of ours that actually were like, yeah, it's kind of catchy anyway. We don't care that you don't have a yeah. song. <laughs> and I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> Sons of bitches, fine. But until until we hear some actual complaints, we're sticking with it. So, Hateful Grateful is here to stay. And this magical week, yours truly, Phil, will be doing Hateful Grateful. And I would just like to first off say but that I was fully prepared this week. Ha. Huh. I, I don't actually have to look up my favorite. <laughs> I did it right right off the bat. And so I'm going to come right out of the ball. Right, right out of the balls. Right out of the balls. <laughs> Woo! I mean, <laughs> I guess I, I, I guess technically did. I, yeah, I was going to say, I guess we all do. Mm, technically. <laughs> I got a doo-doo in my butt. The butt is a nut. This week, uh, my first thing I wanted to bring up uh, for Hateful Grateful, um, Lucasfilm has announced Lucasfilm is officially in part, a part of this, announces a new animated Star Wars series called Galaxy of Adventure. And there's a trailer out, and it's going to be a YouTube channel. Hmm. It's a YouTube channel only. You don't have to probably have a television channel. You don't have to have Hulu or Netflix. If you got an internet, and if you got an internet, <laughs> and a, a, a computer, <laughs> and you can go to the YouTubes, you can watch uh, Galaxy of Adventure. It's going to be on a Star Wars channel. Um it's Galaxy Adventure. It's going to be Star huh. Wars. Throw it in the fucking search bar. Are you, are you a child? You want me to hold red? your hand? Give you the full link. What is it? YouTube Red or the free YouTube? No, no, it's just YouTube. All it's right. going to be like little mini vignettes of animated shorts uh, of Star Wars, and the animation looks pretty excellent to, for that. Like I, yeah. I don't know how to explain it to you, Andy, but I, I suggest any of our listeners or you guys to go check it out. But 
I'm, I, I mean, what do you think? I mean, are you, it's going to be, it's going to be old, like from like scenes of the movie. So like, imagine like the fight with the Bantha animated yeah. Yeah. or Vader versus Luke in Bespin yeah, animated. And I, and I heard about this and it's actually going to use the original soundtrack sound effects from like the movie. So it's going to, you're going to have like this animated short, but it's going to be like the original like sound. So but, you're still yeah. going to have that high quality sound, but it's going to be animated version. I'm all right with it. So. Sorry, Lucasfilm's vice president, uh, James Woe, uh, if I'm pronouncing that, Woe, Woe, um, he was quoted saying, um, with Galaxy of Adventures, we wanted to craft something that allowed parents to help their kids take their first step into a much larger world, whether they were ready to show their kids the films or wanted to find new ways to explore the content. So this is like Lucasfilm's attempt to like animate some of the most iconic memories of Star Wars on YouTube for parents to be like, ease their kids, like, I'm going to convert you into a Star Wars geek. <laughs> this is how I'm going to do it. I think it's great. Indoctrination of children in the Star Wars at the youngest possible age is brilliant. Yeah. I am grateful. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, I, where, where would you guys stand with this announcement? Are you excited for some old stuff getting reanimated for free on the internets? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Especially if it's going to get younger people into it. It's great. All yeah, right. Tony the Tiger. <laughs> Thanks, Tony the Tiger. I'm always grateful for more Star Wars. I might be hateful after I see it, but <laughs> as of right now, I am grateful. The animation looks kind of like you could take it or leave it. I mean, it really depends on your personal taste, but from what I've seen from the trailer, there's some cool shit in there. It might it might end up being pretty awesome, but it's a little like, do you remember the Gendy Tarkovsky Clone Wars series yeah. from Cartoon Network? It's, it's got a strong vibe of that to me, but with a little, but with, but crisper. If that makes any sense, it's a little bit more Computer. detailed and, and cleaner yeah. than than Gendy's was. But I, I mean, it might be good. It might not. It could suck balls. <laughs> it could be a complete waste of time. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> so yeah, I got Andy's obviously always grateful for the wars. Uh, Tim, you said you were grateful. Yeah. Sweeney, what'd you say? I was Tony the Tiger. Oh, you're, you're there. <laughs> yeah, you're very very grateful. All right, cool. I'm glad to hear that. Um, the next one. Um, <clears throat> This is kind of a, a twofer. Okay. Uh, we've already discussed this, but Netflix is, on one hand, they're bringing Neon Genesis Evangelion, the anime, to to Netflix. That's old. That's nothing new. It's like, oh, if you're a big nerd and you want to watch that and trip balls, feel free. Go watch that show. <laughs> but more importantly, Netflix is developing a live-action Cowboy Bebop series. Yes. And my anime, my anime of files. Andy, I know I just everything I said made no sense <laughs> to you. That's okay. <laughs> yes, I heard about that. The, the Cowboy Bebop, and I'm actually really excited to see it in live action and see how they do it. Um, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen any Cowboy Bebop. Um, that is going to change soon because a complete series has been recently purchased by a friend of mine, and she's making me watch it. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm kind of on the thing of like, well, if Cowboy Bebop fans are happy, then sure. Like I just, they might not be though, Tim. That's the thing about this. So, for for any of our listeners and for Andy's and Tim's, um, Cowboy Bebop is about a a guy named Spike Spiegel, and he's sort of like a intergalactic bounty hunter. Think Han Solo, but with like um, wearing a suit and tie as opposed to like a vest and a white long sleeve right. turtleneck <laughs> chain. Um, his name's Spike Spiegel. He's got uh, he's got a spaceship called the Bebop. Uh, he's got his uh, friend Jet, who's like a half like he's got like a metal arm. He's like he's like his Chewbacca but human. <laughs> and uh, he's got a really hot chick named uh, Jill Valentine. Not Jill Valentine. Um, 
<laughs> um, yeah, he's got like he's got the, the 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 dog and the kid and all that stuff. But they, basically, it's the adventures about, and you learn about Spike's history being in like the intergalactic triad and how he's going around basically doing all these like bounty hunting. They call them space cowboys, is what they're called. Uh, the, the people like basically take bounties to capture people that are out there doing naughty shit. And Spike's like the best. But it all like it all goes into his history, and it's like it's one of the most beloved animes in history. Of it was on Cartoon Network for God knows how long. Hell, it might still be. It was on Adult Swim. If you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, even if you aren't an anime fan, and anyone who's listened to our anime episodes, it's not a five. This is a zero. It is an easily accessible anime for anybody. Not a five. I, yeah, it, it is something that um, I do plan on watching, and I'll probably watch it before the live action one comes out. So. Come back to me in like in a few months. See, when they did Death Note, when the Netflix did the live action Death Note movie, mm-hmm. a lot of people were really pissed off about that. Yeah. And I can see why, because it doesn't follow the fucking story uh, at all. No. And but but it had some really cool shit about it. I, I enjoyed parts of the Death Note movie for what it was, knowing that it wasn't going to be a, a perfect adaptation. However, if you fuck up Bebop, you're gonna you're gonna get fucked up Netflix. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna lose a lot of fucking people that are loyal to that series. There are people that hold their loyalty to Cowboy Bebop before Netflix. As I'm the anime fans, at least this could go wrong. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming that I'm Netflix st- understands that, and they'll probably try to stick to the what it's you know what it was. I'm just curious who they're gonna get to play Spike. Right. Well, then they had, uh, uh, well, yeah. I don't think they've announced any casting options yet. No. From what, from what no, I not saw. that I've heard yeah. either. It was. It looked like the announcement was more just like, "I hey, this is a thing that's right. coming." Hey, we're doing this right. Goddamn internet! All right, and my last and final uh, hateful grateful for the week is Sylvester Stallone has officially announced that Creed Two is going to be the last time he ever plays Rocky Balboa ever. Thank God. Really. The character is done. I, uh, I mean, I haven't seen Creed two yet, but I liked his role in the first Creed. As I mean, he just turns into the trainer, right? And the and the mentor to to Apollo Creed Junior, you know, whatever and that's his not, kid's name is. I can't and that's remember. not my Rocky. I want the Rocky to still be there. I see. I mean, I like that it's grizzled early 70s Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> that's like that's doing that. Like God, now you sound like the old man. <laughs> Give me back my like, rock. Yeah, like in the, in the, in the role that he's in, sure. Again, like, oh, I haven't seen, I, like, again, I haven't seen Creed 2 yet. So uh, Creed 1 was amazing. Because of Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I mean, I did too. But I mean, I thought, of I thought Stallone was pretty Rocky. good. It? I think it wasn't he was up for an Academy Award for it. Doesn't mean I feel the same way. <sighs> <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> you bastard. You bastard. <laughs> well, honestly, maybe it's. I mean, if Creed 2 is everything that they're saying it is currently, which is getting pretty goddamn good reviews right now and it's making a lot of money too, this could be a good thing. I mean, you know, yeah, go out on a high yeah. note. You're done. I mean, I, I was just disagreeing with, with Sweeney about about Balboa being in the in the Creed movies. Like if he wants to hang if he wants to hang it up and not be Rocky anymore, I get it. I mean, Stallone's gotta be pushing 75, right? He's old. Well think of it this way. In the original Rocky films in Rocky Three, that's when Mick dies. You know, the one with Mr. T. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because Mr. T scares Mick into having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. 
I pity the fool. Boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> That's how Mick died. I remember that movie. Yeah. Um, so you do a third Creed film, and you kill Rocky of a heart attack. Ah, it mirrors. Uh, I, it's it's it full, come full circle. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but they already, they already kind of did that in the first Creed, though. They kind of already had that scare in the first Creed. Kind of, but, <laughs> but he lived. <laughs> And wasn't it like the last Rocky it was Rocky Balboa when he was like eight, when we find out that Adrian's dead? Yeah. And his son was Milo Ventimiglia from This Is Us. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm grateful for the Rockies that we have received and the creeds that we have received. If Sylvester Stallone thinks it's time to call it quits, then I, I'm supportive of him and his decisions. I still think he's got more movies in him, but if he's done, he's done. I mean, he's he's got enough in him to do another fucking Rambo movie. Yeah. That's going to be hilarious. But I'll like, get to my gun eventually, It's like fucking kids. Cowboy Rambo or some it shit. It is. It literally is Western Rambo. <sighs> How God. is the he going to fight the Viet Cong in fucking the West? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's called Last He's hallucinating Blood. and having flashbacks. And it's, I knew it's it. It's actually <laughs> just killing innocent people. <laughs> it's Ra- Rambo just took a bunch of peyote <laughs> in the fucking desert outside of Nevada, and he ends up shooting up a casino. This movie is this movie is straight up called Last Blood. I quit. Oh God, I can't deal with this anymore. Like we don't need a Rambo. We don't need another movie glorifying like this was. I I, I like the first Rambo movie because he comes back to America and it's like him being chased by uh, Brian Dennehy in the woods. Yeah. But then it's like the rest of the Rambo movies become like this one man American army like commercial for like the military. Like you too can fight the Viet Cong <laughs> yeah. by yourself. You too can fight terrorists in Afghanistan by yourself. You're the, are you that much of a badass? Like no, nobody is that much of a badass. If we had one Rambo, we wouldn't be like in this perpetual state of warfare. So stop glorifying but it. But they stop drew first it. blood. Rambo. <laughs> oh, boo, boo, boo! This man. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I that's all I got for Hateful Grateful anything Sylvester Stallone I could actually take it or leave it like if there was nothing no skin off my back really you're not a Stallone fan at all Uh, the last Rocky movie I saw was Rocky 4 I never saw Rocky Balboa I've never seen Creed. I've never seen Creed Two. I'm just. It's just. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry. You're. You're missing the excellence that is Rocky Five, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but I just cliffhanger. Don't care. I was gonna say cliffhanger. cliffhanger? No. Nope. Judge Dredd, the first one. Nope. With. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Demolition Man. Wow. Yeah, Demolition yeah, Man. Demolition Man. Now all of restaurants did, are Taco how Bell. Did I forget about <laughs> Demolition Man. <laughs> Phoenix! Yeah. Uh. Phoenix. Simon says die. <laughs> Andy, I'm sh- I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of I don't know if I want to date you anymore. I'm kind of mad yeah, man. now. I'm I mean, kind of pissed at you. I mean, at, like Tango and Cash? Dude, that's a great fucking movie. Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's not quite a good movie. <laughs> no, it's, it's just <laughs> Yeah. What about the three seconds he was in Guardians Volume 2? That was great, wasn't it? The fucking bastard. It? it was. <laughs> I know that we're called the Hateful Geeks, but you're extra hateful tonight. Also, also, wait a minute, because I forgot about this movie. Over the top. Oh, God. The That's a great fucking yes. movie. Yeah, the arm yes, wrestling the arm movie. Wrestling That's movie. all I know about it. <laughs> Meet me halfway. The high bro, like, the like high five thing. Oh, no. Oh, my God. You guys ever seen it? Okay, guys, this is totally off topic completely, but I have to bring it up. You ever seen the Hugh Jackman film Real Steel? Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, it's the, basically over the top, but with rock'em sock'em robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's basically the story of over the top, but with robots. Yeah, right. Yeah, instead is. of arm wrestling, it it's over the top. That's it the whole is. plot of the film, and that's why I love it because I love that father son trucking around the country. <laughs> we too can be blue collar douchebags <laughs> together. I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't have had any Rocky without Stallone. It's so true, man. Like, like the first two Rockies are more of like. A character instead of just all about boxing. Right, the rest yeah. of them just become all about boxing. If we woke up tomorrow and some weird alternate universe thing happened and there was no Stallone at all, I would not lose a wink of sleep. Do you know that like the Rocky movies are like sold? Their, their soundtrack alone is solely responsible for people being in better shape. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Like without that song, like no nobody would be out there running or hitting bunching bags, <laughs> running upstairs. No one would know what the eye of the tiger is. Yeah, like it's the thrill of the fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck this. We have to like take Andy out back and beat the shit out of him. So thank you again for tuning in for the Hateful Geeks. I'm one of your many hosts, Phil. This is Sweeney. Fuck Stallone. I'm Andy. Fuck <laughs> Andy's dead. I'm Tim, and I love Sylvester Stallone. Please All follow right. us everywhere. If you guys don't hear from Andy again, it's because he quit, and it's not because he's dead. Adrian, shut up, Andy. (laughs) Wow, that was the worst alone impression I've ever heard. Why why do you sound like you're gargling like a barrel of. (laughs) Why why do you sound like Jabba the Hutt? (laughs) Booba Chola Misuki Pookie. That's who did the voice of Jabba. Wow, (laughs) motherfucker. And scene. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Give him away. Hey, boo. Boo.